You are listening to a Live City Church podcast, and we hope you'll experience Jesus today. We are excited to have you join our extended online church family. If you would like further information or wish to access more content, please connect with us on our Live City Church Facebook page or visit us at livecitychurch.com. the gospel today. I want to talk about the gospel. And the word gospel simply means this, good news. That's what the gospel means. The gospel is good news. We start with Matthew 4.23, talking about Jesus. He, um, uh, he has this sound that releases him. And so what does he do? He goes out, and this is what the, we find here. So Jesus traveled, this is Matthew, sorry, verse, sorry, chapter 4, verse 23. Matthew 4, verse 23. We're going to get straight into it. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee. So this is what he was doing. This is his summary of his ministry. Teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news. Announcing the good news about the kingdom and he healed every kind of disease and illness. See, when you announce the good news, you can't ever announce something without something happening with it. Good news has a result. Something follows good news. Whenever Jesus, it wasn't like, he put it, he put it this way. Sometimes I think we get a bit, a bit theoretical with the gospel. The gospel's more like what kids do in grade one. It's called show and tell. Remember show and tell? Anyone do show and tell? You all did show and tell at school? You turn up, this is my frog. I've had it for like two hours because I found it on the way to school. And it's the best thing in the whole world. It's my frog. And it's chasing me on the thing. And it's green because it's a green frog. And it goes like, Ribbit, thank you for listening. You know, and you sit down. Show and tell. The gospel's really more about show and tell. And so Jesus wasn't just telling, he was showing. Because the gospel's never just telling, it's showing and telling. But here's the thing. The good news, he was going around telling this good news about the kingdom, about God's reign, that God's kingdom is not bad news, it's good news. That the kingdom of God is good news, that it's a higher way of living, it's a higher dimension, that it's beyond this world, it's out of this world. And here's the thing, it's here and now. He's saying this kingdom is here and now and it's coming and some more and there's more coming. And so Jesus is going around sharing good news. It's like, cool. So the essence of Jesus' whole ministry was that, was sharing good news. See, I believe the foundation of Christianity is good news. It's actually news. Before it's theology, it's news. Before you're trying to explain it, it's not complex. It's not something you've got to invent. It's just, this is what happened to me. This is what I experienced that's ultimately and essentially what Christianity is about. And here's a good thing. Anyone can bring news. Anyone can bring news. Uh, the only qualification for you to bring it is that there, it just happened. That's all. Did something happen? Yes. Well, then you can tell somebody that something happened. It's as simple and as profound as that. I mean... I remember once I got one of my photos on the news, on Channel 7 News. 
Let me tell you how it happened. We, we had in Brisbane, we had this um, uh, a few years back. Had this one of these big hailstorms. You know what I mean? Going through, and it just covered the place. And I'm just driving home, and it looked like snow in Carindale. I was driving back, and so I just pulled over the side of the road, took a photo. I went, that is awesome. And then I don't know what prompted me to do it, but I thought, this is so cool, because I think I'd maybe seen it on the news. So I went on the news website and uploaded my photo, and my photo made it on the news that night. And I was just like, here's what happened in Carindale. You know when they show amateur footage of when storms and things happen, because they can't get out to everything? Well, my photo was on the news. Now, why was I on the news? Because I was a journalist. No, never done journalism in my life. So it wasn't because I was a journalist. Was it because I was a meteorologist and I was and I knew all about the weather? No, I'm not a meteorologist. Well, I used to be for a little bit, but that wasn't why. I used to read the weather for a job. Oh, we lived out West Queensland. I lived out far West Queensland, a little town called Bolland. You probably never heard of it. Bolland, if you you, you you go west of here, just keep driving west. And you'll hit Bolin, all right? So almost. So you just keep driving west. Just You go past Toowoomba and out past Dolby and just keep going. Past St. George and then you hit Bolin, just before Kunnamulla, all right? So it's a fair way. Actually, for a job before Bible college, went to a place called Thargaminda. So that's keep going further west. <laughs> just go west again. It's a 1,000 kilometres west of here. So the same distance from here to Sydney, just west of here, right? And my job was to read the weather. So you've got to get up clouds, to write the clouds, the wind speed, um, measure the temperature, the dew point, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, here's the thing. They never asked me for my opinion when I put my photo in. Why? They have other people to do that. All I was doing was just sharing news. I was just sharing what I'd seen. In fact, anyway, kids can tell you good news. Have you ever had that? You come home... Dad, Dad, Mum, Mum, Mum. You know, and they, they, they tell you their good news that happened. Guess what Dad did or guess what Mum just made or, or guess what I just found. And kids can bust out anything, you know what I mean? Because they've just seen it and they just want to tell you. They're excited about it. They're carriers of the gospel. They're carriers of good news. So anybody can carry good news. I can describe something to you I could describe my wife to you. I could tell you that she's beautiful. I could tell you that she's got this high, gorgeous blonde. Has some help with that, but it's blonde. <laughs> I can tell you how kind she is. I can tell you how intuitive she is. I can tell you how she's just, she knows, she can hear the voice of God. I can tell you what a great mum she is. And I can go on and on. I, I don't always know why she's like she is but I can just describe what she's like. And we can all do that. We can all bring a report. We can all share something. And here's the thing. We're all called to be carriers of good news. All of us. All of us can carry good news. Have a look at this. Mark, 15, Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15. You guys probably know this and read this and heard this one. Let's have a look at this scripture. It reads this. And he told them, go into all the world... And preach the good news to everyone. Go into all the world. Red Bank Plains is all the world. Collingwood Park's all the world. That's part of the world, yeah? Go into Collingwood Park. All right. And tell people good news. Who? 
oh, only certain people. No, no, everybody. Everybody can hear your good news. Everyone can hear your good news. Now, you don't have to invent anything. You don't even have to know. You just have to tell what you've experienced. All you've got to do is, oh, this is what happened to me. That's what going into all the world, because sometimes I think we think going to all the world and preach the good news means do like what I'm doing now. Or what Pastor Paul does. That you've got to go up and you've got to give a three-point sermon. You've got to be able to explain the depths and the, unfold the, the deep mysteries of God. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say, go into all the world and explain the theology of the Lord. It doesn't say, go into all the world and release the deep revelations of God. It says, everybody, go into all the world and just tell their people good news. Tell them what God's done. That's what, it, it, what it's all about. And he goes on to Acts 1.8. Similar sort of thing. Acts 1 and 8, it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. All right. And you shall be my witnesses. What's a witness do? Oh, officer, this is what I saw. Are you on the witness stand? Well, why did that happen? I don't know why it happened. I just saw it. Go into all the world and be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. Telling people about what? Well, what you've seen. But I, but I don't know everything about God. He's not asking you to tell what you don't know. He's not asking you to explain things that you've got no idea about. So, um, so how can there, there be three, Trinity 3 and 1 be? I don't know. That's okay. You don't have to answer. You don't, you don't have to tell things you don't know. He's only asked you to be a witness to the things that you do know. What you have experienced, just go and tell somebody. Like, I loved Yvette's story this morning. I'm, I'm weeping. I've got tears streaming down my face. I'm trying to be really cool and just sort of wipe them away <laughs> while Yvette's sharing this morning. Why? Tell me the theology behind what she did. You don't have to. It happened to her. What happened to her was real. Yvette didn't get up here and try and explain, let me explain the, the deep reasons of why. She just said, this is what happened to me. Jesus met me. I love what she said. I closed my eyes so I could see him. That just went into my heart. I went, oh, that was beautiful, Yvette. I closed my eyes so I could see him. And she had an experience with God. And she shared with us her experience. You know what she just did? She just shared good news. What Yvette did this morning was exactly what we're talking about. She got up and said, this is what happened. She didn't try and explain why it happened. She just said, this is what happened to me, and this is the result. And this is how my life is now free because of what happened to me. That there is exactly what we're talking about. She just shared a story. She just shared good news. And here's the thing, the Holy Ghost wants to help you do it. You don't have to do this by yourself. I freaked out. That's why we have the power of God. That's why we get the Holy Ghost to, to fill us. And that's why we come together. And you go, and I don't know. And you get around others who come, let's pray. Let's believe God together. Let's get that filling. Let's get that topping up so you can go out and just share what you've seen. That's all you've got to do. You don't have to make stuff up. And if people ask you stuff that's too hard, go, I don't know. All I know is this. And guess what? There's okay in the Bible. There's a story about this blind guy in the Bible. Jesus goes along and heals him. He'd been blind since birth. Jesus heals him. And he goes, the Pharisees call him in and they go, tell me, how did you get healed? I don't know. This guy prayed for me. Well, who sinned? Tell us about him. Why did he do? He must be evil. He goes, I don't know whether he's evil or not. I don't know anything. He goes, all I know is this. 
I was blind. Now I see. Hello. That's all you have to do. You don't have to, he didn't have to, he didn't have the theology and he's, these theologians are trying to demand from him, well, tell us why. And he's going, I don't know why. Guess what? You don't have to know why. God doesn't ask you to know why. If you do know why, that's awesome. Share. But if you don't, don't. You don't have to. It's the beautiful thing about doing with God is that he'd never ask you to do something you can't do. He just, you just do something with what you can do. And God has given each of us a story. He's given each of us experience. Your experience with God is so powerful because it's your good news. It's your good news. Well, I don't know if my good news is as good as your good news. It's all good news. There's no comparing, okay? You've all got a story. You've all got a story. Lee, you've got a story. You were sharing your story with us a bit today. You're telling us about your story, man. Where you've come from and your history, that's a story, man. Looking at you, just, just looking at you, and you, when you start telling your story, someone goes, well, this is my past. You go, no. Would never believe it. So how, you go, oh, it's God, eh? He's like you said, Jesus touched my life. And look, and I, you just shared the gospel with us this morning. Right there. Lee shared the gospel with me this morning. You know how? He just said, well, this is what's my past. God touched me, this is me today. Oh my, and he did it in about three sentences. He didn't go into some deep theology and deep essay. Lee, you can share the gospel because you've already done it this morning. See, what I'm saying is that all of us can do it. All of us can do it. You can all do it. And here's a good news as well. Let me give you some extra good news. It doesn't even have to be your first-hand experience. What? What do you mean? Well, you don't have to go through something to know there's an answer for it. You personally don't have to go through it. That's why we have the testimonies of others. That's why we have other people in the church share. That's why it's important to share your story because it may not be your story that that person needs. It might be... Somebody else's story it might be Yvette's story that someone needs. Maybe you've never been through what Yvette's been through. Maybe you've never been molested. But you're talking to someone that has. You go, well, I know a lady in my church. She was. But God touched her. And God set her free. Really? And you can tell someone else's story. It's true. That's why we need to share it. Because now you know Yvette's story because she shared it with you. You can use that story to share with somebody else even if it's not yours. I heard about somebody in my church who, I heard about this, I heard about that. I mean, that's how these days, you know, if you want to book a hotel or you go to, you know, you go to, you go to Yelp. Why? Because is this restaurant any good? Well, you see what anybody else's, they think it was a four or five star. You know, or you go to a hotel, which one am I going to pick? This one, this one, or this one? Which one's got the most stars? Which one's recommending it the most? We operate on good news. Businesses are built on good news. So it's not weird. What we're telling you is not weird or strange. It's how the world works. The world gets it. They get it. We just need to do the same thing. And the Bible has promises for every person and every circumstance. And so um, uh, it's there. Even if we don't have it, the Bible is full of stories of people who have been through stuff, full of promises for things that maybe you've never experienced, but the person you're talking to has. But that's why we need to talk about it. We need to talk about God's work. Psalm 145. Psalm 145, verses 4 to 6. Psalm 145, verses 4 to 6. This is why it's so important for us to share. It reads this, One generation commends your works 
to another. In other words, people telling each other what's going on, telling the works of God. That's why you've got to tell your kids, tell your nieces, tell your nephews about things that God's done. Tell them the stories. That's how you build culture. That's how every culture is passed on, through storytelling. You tell the stories and you have keepers of the stories. You are the keepers of the story. And it's your job to tell the story to the next generation. Tell them what God's done. Tell them your stories of how you've experienced things over a meal. Tell them what's going on. And it says, to tell, they tell of your mighty acts. They speak of your glorious splendor and your majesty. Listen, I will meditate on your wonderful works. Think about it. Think about if he's done it before, he can do it again. We were singing about it this morning. You haven't failed me yet, God. You've moved mountains before. You'll do it again. God, you've done it before and you think about it. Well, and, as, and then as Pastor Tanya was saying, it may not even be something that, and you've never experienced before, but somebody has. God, I've never faced this mountain before, but someone in the Bible has. Exactly what she was saying. So you think about it. You read it and you go, that's really cool. That's good. And you meditate on it and you think about it because what happens is they tell of your power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. So they're telling your awesome power. I'm going to think about how God set David free and Ruth free and Esther free and Paul free and all those ones in the Bible, all their stories, but then I'm going to be able to claim my victory story because I've been thinking about your story. I've been getting your story into me and, and reading those stories and getting that story into you. Really, that's what it is. It's their story of their good news. So you can share it as well. Now, there's power. See, because there's power in the good news. There's power in good news. And it's bizarre. It's got the power to change your life. That's why Jesus went around telling good news. Isn't that powerful that a story can change a life? Not just a life now, but a life for eternity. A story can change a life for eternity. Because that's all Jesus came he came telling a story of what God did. He was part of that story. And all he asked us is to go and tell the whole world the story. Just go and tell the story. Go and tell the good news. Okay, go and tell the story. Okay, listen to this in Luke 2.10. This is the power of good news. Luke chapter 2 and verse 10. This is the, um, the story of Jesus' birth. The angel reassured them. This is the shepherds, right? The angel said to the shepherds, this is at Christmas time that we talk about this. Don't be afraid. I bring you, what's he bringing? Good news. So what's the angel? Has the angel saved anybody? No, that's not his job. Angel didn't die for us, Jesus. But what was the angel's job? An angel shares good news. I bring you good news. Now what's going to happen? Good news that will bring great joy to all people. What's bringing great joy to all people? The good news. The news is bringing joy. The news of what was happening is going to bring joy. See, you can, even before you fully experience it, can enter into it. What do I mean by that? Um, let me say this to you. Let's say I said to you, Sarah, is that right? Sarah, guess what? At home, when you get home today, actually, Bit of, bit of delay in the post. It's going to come on Friday this week, right? Friday this week coming, there's a packet. 
that's more cash. That 10 grand <laughs> delivered to your house this Friday. Okay. It'll be, you have to go register it at the post office. It'll be, be $10,000 in cash this Friday. All right. Now, it's not hers yet. How do you start to live this week? How are you going to go this week? Oh, my life's really ordinary. I tell you what I'll be doing. I'll be thinking, this Friday. Ooh, this Friday. Oh, this Friday. Someone pulls in front of her in traffic. Doesn't matter. I got 10 grand coming. Oh, you're, st- you're stupid. You can't do that. I don't care what you say. I got 10 grand coming. You can say whatever you want. I got 10 grand coming this Friday. And you just go like, see, when you know that it's coming, you've got the good news of something coming. You don't even have to experience it yet, but it changes the way you live. Yeah? Let me tell you, you're going to heaven. You're going to a place where the the happiest feeling you've ever felt now is nothing compared to what you're going to feel. The greatest, most amazing sight you've ever seen that took your breath away, whether it was standing at a beach looking over. For me, I remember I've been to the Grand Canyon standing and just, it literally takes your breath away. You think it's just a hole in the ground until you're there. And you just, God, you're awesome. Those feelings, nothing compared to what you're going to experience the moment you step over. That feeling of incredible love and warmth when your heart was just exploding with joy. And that moment when you're like, I don't know if I can be so full of love anymore. Nothing compared to what you're going to experience. Guess what? That's yours. That's yours. That's yours. And guess what? When you know there's good news. That's what good news is. Changes the way you live now. It's like... You can say whatever you want to me. I got that coming. You can do whatever you want now. I got that coming. You want to throw stuff at me? I got that coming. Oh, you think you're powerful and all that? I got that coming. I know where I'm going. I know what I got coming towards me. And good news has power to change our lives, even before experience. And here's the other thing about good news. Not only does it help us to change the way we live now, it has power to recreate that which was. It has power to recreate the very circumstances that the good news is about. What do you mean? Let's have a look at this. Revelation 19 verse 10. Book of Revelation. I'm going all over the shop this morning. I want to take you on. I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey here. Then we're going to bring it home. We're going to, we're going to release some of this good news and we're going to see some power start to be released, all right? So, Revelation 19 verse 10. It says here, oh, this is John getting taken over by an angel, getting wiped out by an I just think this is amazing. Can I just say for a moment, not part of my message, but how awesome must this vision have been? This is John who walked with Jesus. This is John who was in the very presence of Jesus himself, has a vision and he falls down to worship an angel and the angel goes, back it up, buddy. What are you doing? I am not God, I'm just a messenger. But how awesome must have this been where he just goes, oh, falls down. Anyway, it says, brethren who have the testimony of Jesus, last, last line, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. What does that mean? 
Well, prophecy is when you foretell or foretell. Foretell means to tell the future, or foretell is to declare a word from God for a now season, all right? So, that's what prophecy is. Testimony is telling the story, telling the story. For telling the story of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Let me break this down. The word testimony in Hebrew is the word eduth. I don't know how you pronounce it correctly. E-D-U-T-H, I'm sure someone else will come up with a great word. The word eduth means to return, to repeat, or to do again. To return, to repeat, or to do it again. So, a testimony, when you tell the story, has the power in it to do it again, to repeat it, to see it happen to see it happen again and again and again. So what happens is when you tell the story, it creates an atmosphere for that same thing to take place. It creates a prophetic atmosphere for that thing to be repeated. What do I mean? Let me give you an example. Um, People become expectant when they hear the story. So for, for example, in the Bible, we read about the woman with the issue of blood. Do you know we read there that she never heard Jesus preach? She never heard Jesus preach. She heard about him. She heard someone telling what? Good news. There's this guy that has so much power with him that he just touches people and they get healed. Just touches people and they get healed. And she hears. And then someone else says, yeah, I know. My my cousin, she got healed. And my neighbor, he got healed. And my neighbor's son, they got healed. You know that they had that thing all over his face? Gone. Just in an instant. Gone. And she's like, no way. No way. And she's starting to hear more and more and more. And then she gets this idea, well, if I could just touch him, I could be healed. She'd never heard him preached. She'd never heard him preach but she'd heard him preached about. She'd heard good news. So she turns up full of faith and she goes, well, if he's done it before, he can do it again. If he's done it for others, he could do it for me. If he did it for them and that person and that person, then surely he can do it to me. And the Bible says she crawls through, she makes her way through, she touches him and she gets healed. How? Jesus never even touched her. She touched him. Jesus never even preached to her. She heard the good news from somebody else. So you see, that's the power of the good news. And even this way, I mean, the first time it happened to me, I remember I was a young fella at a, at a, at a camp, at a um, pastor's retreat. And, and, the, and the guy who was leading goes, okay, Skip, and I would just finish lead, worship leading. And he goes, Skip, tell us, what are some good things God's been doing? And I'm like, on the spot. Um, 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 I'm like, 25 or something like that. I'm like, um, and I, I remember my mother-in-law had just been healed of a frozen shoulder. Not me. I said, well, in our church, I said, my mother-in-law just got healed of a frozen shoulder. She couldn't move it and she lifted it up. All of a sudden, one of the pastors leapt up and he goes, that's me. And he races out the front. And he goes, pray for me. And I'm there going, I didn't pray for her. I had nothing to do with what happened to her. I'm just telling good news about what God had done. But when he heard that there was news that someone else got healed, his faith rose up, had nothing to do with me. I go, okay, pray for him. He goes flying backwards, gets up, starts waving his arm around and goes, I'm healed. And I'm going, whoa. So that's the power of good news. It wasn't even my story. 
Never happened to me. I wasn't even part of the story. And yet God used my sharing of the good news to release power. See, that's the power of good news. That's the power in good news that you can, we can all share. I had nothing to do with me. I'm just, I don't know, I'm just standing there. But the guy goes, could God do it for me? I go, yes. Prayed for him and God does the rest. It wasn't up to me. Let me just finish by saying this, is that one of the things, and the reason we just reconnected with um, Pastor Paul was um, I'm working with Alpha at the moment. And what I love about Alpha, and if you've never heard of Alpha, Alpha is a course where you tell, share the good news with other people. And, and it's very simple. What happens is this. You have a meal together. You invite your friends that don't know Jesus. You have a meal together. Hang out. Then you watch a video, which is a beautiful, well done, great, like, great production video. And then you just have a chat and you go, what do you reckon? That's all you've got to do. You don't even have to know the answers. And you just have a chat and they go, oh. And it just presents the gospel and it does it over a number of weeks. And you just go, well, do you want to come back and talk about it a bit more? I'll put a meal on. I'll have any meal, like have pizzas, I don't know. Just We're going to hang out, we're going to watch a video and we're going to have a chat. And what we find is that people come to faith in God because it's, you don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to... But what if they ask me really tough questions? Here's what you, you say. I don't know. There you go. There's your answer. But isn't that, what doesn't God expect me to know? No, He doesn't expect you to know. All He expects you to do is share your good news. I got no idea why, I, you know. Well, how can all the religions in the world be this? I don't know. All I know is I met Jesus and He changed my life. That's all you have to do. But, but what about how can this be the case? Well, I don't know. All I know is this you share your good news. So let's finish by today. Let me ask, has somebody ever here, have you ever ever been healed of anything? Hands up, just quickly show of hands if you've ever been healed of anything. Cool, awesome. Have you ever seen somebody healed of anything? Have anyone ever seen going, I know somebody and they were sick and they were sick but God healed them supernaturally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at all these hands. Look at all these hands in here. About half the people in here have either been healed personally or known somebody who's been healed. Like, bizarre things. I never knew that hemochromatosis was a thing until I prayed for a guy. I didn't know what it was. I said, someone's got an issue with your blood. And I prayed for him and he, go, and he goes back later, he goes, I'm totally healed. I'm like, wow. He goes to the doctors, checks all his blood levels out, comes back and goes, you know that thing you prayed for me? He goes, it's all gone. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever that is. Too much iron in your blood, I found out later. But other things that you just, I just think, I prayed for a guy once. I said, oh, there's someone with an ear problem. I prayed and the guy, is he better? Yeah, he's better now. What was wrong? Oh, he was deaf. Oh. Okay. All right. That's sort of an ear problem. Um, you know. You just see that. My thing is, is that here, that tell your stories. I can tell you, so I, I, one of my favorite stories, my wife prayed for this guy, one in our church, this, this guy. I got a sore knee, sore, really sore. So we prayed for him and she, well, Leah prayed for him and told me about it later. She goes, I just prayed for him before church and we believed God together. He goes to the doctor and gets a scan done because he was all set up and he brings it to show us. And you can see we had actually a clot in his, in his vein, but he'd been healed since, you know, he'd gone back. And you can see where a whole nother vein had grown around it. 
like a whole new one had grown around the that's not supposed to be there. So I got a copy. I've got a copy of my my, my thing at home because I, I want a copy of that one. That was my wife praying for a guy before church. I tell you what, God can heal today. Anyone been ever set free? Like Yvette, you've heard of Yvette's story. Anyone ever been set free in your emotions today? Where God's healed you of some bad things that happened in your past? Yeah. Yeah. God can do that too. That's it, Yvette. You were, you're always great today. Just like Yvette, I gotta, my story is nothing like hers, but I know what it's like to be molested. I was molested at 17 years old. But I know what it's like to be set free. After I was molested. I, and it's an awful thing. Awful, awful thing. But God can set you free. God can make you whole. You can have the worst relationship with your parents, but God can do a healing and a restoration. Amen. That's my story as well. You know what? God can do it. And you might be in those places now and you've never seen it, but I'm here to tell you there's good news. There's good news. You might have been, you know, job. Has anyone ever had a job just open up for them just supernaturally because you said, God, I need something to happen and things... Look, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of you, nine of you, here go, yeah, yeah. Guess what if you're looking for a job? I've got some good news to share with you today. God can open up jobs and better jobs. God can open up promotions. Come on. We could go on and on and on today. Are you ready? Are you re- this is what God can do. And so all you've got to know is that if God can do it, he can do it for you. He, can do, he did it before. He can do it again. I want to do one thing first. I want to talk about salvation. I don't know everybody in this room. But God saved me. You heard that story. Jesus came to her. I didn't even know who this God thing was. But God met her. And it may not be as amazing as her story when God just started showing her past. Some people have a thing. I don't know. It just felt like real. Other times for me, I was 18. I'd grown up in church. Going to church. But I had never met God. Until this little uniting church that my, this girl invited me to, she tricked me into going. <laughs> she did. She tricked me into going to church. So I went to church with her. But it was like, he's real. Something happened in my heart. And I, I remember just weeping and just going, that was just for me. And I met Jesus at 18. You can meet him and you can know him personally. Not just about him, not just come to church and go, that was really funky music and that's a really uplifting word and I like the atmosphere and people are really friendly. That's all great. But if it's not about meeting Jesus, you miss the whole point. That's what Pastor Paul and Tanya's heart's for, that you would meet Jesus. And if you've never met him today, you can meet him and know him. I don't know what that looks like, but I know it was real. Can we just close our eyes, bow our heads just for a moment? Ben, you can come on up in a moment. If that's you today, just I want you to think in your heart, have you, do you know him? Do you know Jesus? Do you know who he is? Have you met him personally? And if you have never met him before, you could meet him today. Not talking about going to church, talking about knowing and meeting Jesus. Many people in this room have said, yes, I know him, but maybe you've never done that. Today, the good news is that you can know him personally. If that's you right now, while our heads are bowed and eyes are closed, Christians are praying for you right now. People who do know him are saying, God, touch your heart. But if that's you, just would you lift your hands and say, that's me. I want to know Jesus. Is there someone here today? Would you just say, lift your hand and say, so I could see you and say, look, that's me. I want to meet Jesus one-on-one today. I want to meet him. I want to know Jesus. Is there someone like that here today? Would you be brave to say, yes, God, I want to know Jesus. 
I want to meet him. And thank you, God, today for people's lives and people's hearts. And thank you, God, for the great news, the great stories of healing and wholeness. So right now, I want you to just think about a situation that you're in. If we're going to go for healing right now, let's just, let's just believe God. We've just heard about people who have been healed. People who have been healed, what, what are some of the things you've been healed of? Tanya, what was the thing you were healed of? I had a new ovary. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Just appear. Wow. What's possible? What was one thing, you, something you've been healed of? Gout. Fevers. My goodness. Headaches. Me too. I've, I've been held of that. Headaches, I know. It's just like, keep it going. It's like, yeah. Something you've been healed of, Phil? Um, warts. Yeah, God healed your warts. Great. Skin disease, things like that. God can heal you of those things. What's one thing, Sylvia, you've been healed of? Um, my wrist. I actually fell down the stairs and it fixed me wrist. Wow. <laughs> Reset. Oh, that's right. You're used to wear a brace. I saw you with that brace. It's gone. Well, thank you, Jesus. God heals you of wrist pain. Who needs healing today for something in your body? Who needs healing? Just stand up where you are. Just stand up. We're going to stand up where you are. That'd be the easiest thing. Yeah, yeah. Waving. You're pointing. Oh, you're pointing. Okay. Right here. If you need healing today in anything in your body, I don't care what it is, just in some sort of healing. And again, it doesn't have to be life and death stuff. Sometimes we go, well, I'm not dying. <laughs> You've got the flu. Let's believe God to get that flu off you, man. Don't go, well, it's just a cold. Let's get you healed. Oh, it's just headaches. I get them all the time. Well, you can keep them all the time or you can get healed. So come on, if that's you, stand up wherever you are. We're going to pray for you right now, whatever your issue is. Now, here's the good news. The good news is, he's done it before. He can do it again. He's healed of all sorts of things before. What's, what do you believe in? Can you share that with you? What do, we, what, what do you need healing for? Your back. I've seen people healed of back pain. I've seen that. Absolutely. God sets the people free. What do you believe for, Kerry? Your knee? Great. I've seen people before with my own eyes being in like this and then being able to run. I've seen people set free so powerful in an instant. I believe God can do it again. So if you, anybody, right where you are, here's the good news. Remember this? Remember my story? It had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with me. I'd love you just to lay hands on the person around you. Get around somebody who's near you. Because guess what? You've got the power to do this too. You've got, here's the good news. It's got nothing to do with you. It's all about him. Now for those people who are standing, we're going to release the power of God into you right now. So right there, God's doing it. Don't worry about you. It's like, I don't know if I get it. God's doing it. So lay hands on these fellas, on these ladies and these gentlemen. And we're going to release our faith. Father, in Jesus' name, we declare a word of healing right now. We release the healing power of God. Now, in Jesus' name, be healed. Be healed, everyone, right now of everything. Now, healed. there it is. It's the power of God right there on you. In Jesus' name, be healed. Let the power of God just flow into you right now. Be healed, sir, right now. Oh, that same power that I've seen heal people of blood disease can heal you today. That same power heals right now. The same power heals right now. That same power that I've seen before is healing you. Not Nothing new, the same power. The same power heals you right now. Heals you right now. Heals you right now. Heals you right now in Jesus' name. Be healed right now. Very good. All right, you can be seated. You guys be seated for a sec.
Some of you will find instant things. The guy with hemochromatosis, it took him a couple of months to find out because it took his blood levels a while. Some people, pain can go instantly. Other people I've prayed for, it's on the way home they got healed. Though the power of God's gone into them and as they were driving, going, oh, hang on, it's, I, couldn't, I couldn't sit. So don't go, well. So the thing is, look for the healing though. Expect it to go. I know I've been believing for, I've had two frozen shoulders in the last 12 months, two. Don't, don't get me started. But I'm like, God, in worship, as I lift my hands, I'm going to believe God. I'm believe, and then I, I'd go, oh, look at that. Thank you, Jesus. And I'd go, my hand used to go to there. I'm like, no, 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 come on, Jesus. I want to lift my hands all the way up. As I'm the power of, oh, there it is. There it is. That's the power of God. And so what happens is, is that it doesn't happen, it didn't happen the first time. But then next time, I'm just in church again. It's coming, God. It's coming. And you stay in that place of faith. And that healing power is yours. That healing is yours. All right, gonna, I want to pray for one more thing and then we'll I'll hand back over. Um, can let's, let's believe for, yeah, we've done healing. We've done that. I just really feel like, let's pray for jobs today. Let's pray. Who's, who's believing for a, for a job or better job? Who's looking for that next thing? Stand on up right where you are. Who's believing for jobs and better jobs? That you need that next thing in God. That's it. All right. God has done it before. He's done it before. He can do it again, everybody. He's done it before. He's going to release it. Jobs in Jesus' name right now. Jobs in Jesus' name. We release it right now. Favor. Favor on you. Favor on you. And come over here. On you two. Right now. In Jesus' name, we release it. We can get all wired up and fired if you want, or we just believe God. All right? So, hope that's okay. Mucking around with your head and bit of that, all right? Jesus' name, jobs, jobs. I release jobs to you in Jesus' name. Jobs, jobs, jobs in Jesus' name. You can be seated. And Lord, healing in our hearts. There are some people like Yvette, your story still in your heart. Maybe there's some things happen in your life that just, when you go to bed at night, you still see things. I had this song in my head this morning, and this is for you. There's some people here this morning. And God gives me songs sometimes that are a bit weird because I, I teach gym. I teach aerobics at the gym. One of the songs I'm teaching, it's called, the song's called Sweet But A Little Psycho. <laughs> I don't know. You may know it. You know it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that song? That's one of the ones I have to teach to. It's just what I have to do. Um, that's, but that's the thing. But I felt this. I felt like God say this, that there's, you know, yeah, it's sweet. Life's sweet, but it's always this is a little bit of psycho on the inside. There's this little bit like when you go down to lie your head to rest at night, you're not settled, you're not in peace. There's this turmoil on the inside. And it's not like your whole life's bad. It's not like you're going around crazy and life is awful, but there's this psycho thing on the inside that won't just settle. And I feel like God wants to minister to that. There's an emotional place today. But no, life's sweet. But there's this psycho. There's a little bit of psycho that's just messing with you emotionally and mentally right now. God just wants to take that away from you. Where are, that, where are those people today? Just stand up where you are. There's about a half dozen of you at least, I know. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Because God gave me that word today. God gave me, and again, he speaks to me through weird things. So I'm just like, it's okay. He can do that. On that inside, hey, we release that peace. Lord Jesus, you've done it before. You've done it. Lord, you did in Yvette's life. 
You've done it in my life. God, with things that were so out of order, God, now you've, done, you've made peace. So we release the peace of God right now in Jesus' name. Lord, where there's that turmoil, peace be still. In the midst of the storm, peace be still. Peace be still. We release your peace, God, yes. Let the peace of God flow right now, flowing over your soul. Still the waves, still the storm, flowing over your soul. When you lay down to rest, may the peace of God surround you. Tonight I declare sweet Sweet peace and dreams, Lord. Peace be still. Peace be still. I speak today to the turmoil. And I declare peace be still, yes. Right now, from this moment on, I minister that peace of God into every heart and into every life, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Peace be still. You can be seated. Thanks, guys. Well, Father God, I thank you for your good news. I thank you for your wholeness. I thank you, God, for every good thing that comes from you. And God, we look to you and we thank you that we can all be sharers and carriers of your good news. Not always to explain everything because we don't have to know, but we can all share what you've done in our lives and know that by the power of the Spirit, that's enough. And that's all you ask us to do. And that has power to change so many people's lives. So God, use us as a church. Use this church, God. Father, use it to break out. Lord, let there be a, a, a new, fresh wave of the gospel being shared through Life City Church, God, through this place, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining Life City Church, and we hope that you were blessed and inspired by today's message. If this ministry has made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear from you. Please drop us a line and share your story at thanks at lifecitychurch.com or email us your prayer needs at prayer at lifecitychurch.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about your story. If you love the ministry of Life City Church, you can make a financial gift to help us spread the good news of Jesus by going to lifecitychurch.com and clicking the giving tab. We hope today's message has spoken into your life and look forward to your next visit.